What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Steel Mace Nation podcast. Today's podcast is with Leo Savage. I'm really pumped up about this. Uh, we got into a lot of interesting stuff during our conversation. And, uh, you know, he, he did uh, let us know about um, his Steel Mace Flow Level 2 that's coming out. Uh, amongst that, he shared some other little tidbits about his journey and where he's going with Steel Mace and, and his life in general. And we touched on some more tender moments where he was discussing, you know, his, um, I guess you could call it his harder times in life and, and uh, how the Steel Mace actually helped him come out of those moments and rise above. And you can see very well, as you know, Leo, he is doing magical stuff out there with mace and the one thing i wanted to know about him was what's coming up in the future with you man you know you've got to have more to give than just this it feels like you're just starting off now and and there's so much more so we get into that stuff and i'm really charged to share this podcast with you and before we get to it i just want to let you know about one of our sponsors which is ongo energy which is a ongo spray well, you could call it that too. It's ongospray.com or ongoenergy.com. And uh, we have a special discount offer for fans of the show. It's Steel Mace 25 for 25% off when you go and you purchase Ongo Energy Spray. And the spray is simply uh, vitamin Bs and caffeine, and you get a meter dose of caffeine. It's 25 milligrams per spray. Max dose is three sprays or 75 milligrams. The key about this product and what I love about it so much is that it works almost instantly. I didn't know this until I started using the spray, but the, when you drink a cup of coffee, like I got right here, or you do a pre-workout, it actually takes some time before it starts to kick in and, and have an effect. Well, with the spray, it works pretty much right away. So you, you get it on demand. And then the big thing is, is you don't get full and have a bunch of liquid in your stomach. And when, when I work out, um, coffee just doesn't work for me. It gives me heartburn, but the spray works great. So that, and I want to also send a shout out to Critical Mass in Titton Falls, New Jersey. That's the gym where I work out at. And I'm also doing a little coaching over there. And a subset of that is Jersey Shore Mace Academy, uh, created and founded by Ken Potis. He's uh, at Ken Plant Beast on uh, Instagram. Uh, I am also a coach with him in Jersey Shore Mace Academy. And if you're a coach in the local area, you could come by, talk to us, or we'll come by and talk to you. We could uh, set you up with a full mace experience where you can take that and deliver it to your clients and we can help you work it into your system whatever system that you have at your gym thank you very much for everybody's support in the podcast so far people have been buying shirts and hats and i gotta thank you for that because without you i cannot keep this podcast going i use a professional studio and i do have to pay the bills so you know what that's all about this is nothing new for us so anyway i'm gonna let you go Enjoy the show. See you later. But yeah, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. 
before you is Leo Savage, or is it Leo Savage? Hmm. You know, I think because of trademarks, um, I have to go with Savage. There's a cologne <laughs> named Savage, so I, I don't know if I can go that way. Plus, like, you don't get to pick your superhero name. Well, I guess you. I guess sometimes you do, but uh, I was gifted the name Leo Savage, so uh, I just, you know, I, I'm very thankful for that gift. I had some stupid nicknames growing up, and so, uh, you know, like, whenever you're hanging out with your friends and like, you might like be in imagination and play mode as a, as like a kid, right. I would always get stuck with like a pretty lousy name. Um, and, and so like, I remember just like wanting like, man, I wish I had a cool name. Like, why can't I be named lumberjack? <laughs> you know, why, why do I always have to be named like skinny or, yeah. you know, some, uh, something like that. And, uh, right. So, yeah, uh, I actually got the name Leo Savage. I've told the story a few times, but um, I used to coach a group of um, employees of a, a cannabis uh, company. And, you know, they did everything, right? They grew the plants, they trimmed them, they sold them, they worked in retail, they shipped the shit. They did all the shit. Um, but if you think about how somebody works or farms, it's like usually in like a state of depression. Yeah, right. Right, just the general posture for like, doing a lot of the things we do um it's like a stance of depression and with that comes chronic pain right so i had this group of kids i say kids but you know they're they're in their 20s young they're adults all in they're all in yeah def defensive yeah uh depressive right. stance all day they're all in chronic pain they're all pissed off i'm like you guys are working in the marijuana industry and you're a bunch of grumpy old men and so um, we straightened out their spines. We taught them a little bit about um, movement and like they all came to life. It was amazing, um, you know, because some of the things they learned in class, like uh, how to articulate your spine when you're picking things up or swinging them or uh, it became play at work. So, uh, you know, I had this group of kids, they all, uh, well, they thought of me, I guess, as a hero. And one day they gave me the name Leo Savage and, uh, I've been wearing short shorts ever since. Uh, <laughs> that's awesome. I mean, I'm glad that finally came to fruition for you, that you got a cool nickname like that. You're right. It, nicknames are usually horrible. It's based upon uh, some fuck up you did or, you know, like they somebody's pointing out a weakness or whatever. But, uh, I mean, it's like, you know, like the the big heavy guy called Tiny or whatever. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, they're yeah. just poking at the the size of the guy. But you know, a, a nickname like uh, that's derogatory can also become your basically your your um, the thing that's going to fix that weakness too. You know, you're gonna say, "Oh yeah, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna change that. I'm gonna become the opposite of that." If that's if that's your desire, yeah, or maybe lean into it in such a way that um, it's not derogatory towards you. Um, you know, like this is kind of, this is, I don't know if it's on topic or off topic, but anything, to anything. Identity and um, heroes and weird nicknames. I used to watch this show, Captain Planet, and uh, it was about like conservation, right? Like taking care of the planet. And each superhero had a ring 
Uh, one was like named Johnny Blaze, and guess what? He could shoot fucking fire. Yeah. And then one of them had a rock ring, and it would, they could like control the earth. And one had wind, and one had water. And then there was this skinny, not athletic guy, and he had the heart ring. And so when me and my friends would play Captain Planet, guess who was like, you know, I was the weak, skinny, you got the heart ring. Yeah, right. Well, we didn't understand the power of love at that time. Mm -hmm. you know, so at that time, boy, did I not, I wanted to be Johnny Blaze, all right? I'm Johnny Blaze now, if you know what I mean. <laughs> but, but uh, you know, if I think about all the superpowers that those guys had, if I had that fucking love ring, it's game over. Yeah. Right? Like, that's leaning into that thing that, like, um, hey, you're skinny. Great. I bet you win every fucking limbo contest. Try and catch me when we play tag. Right, you know? yeah. You're, you're big. Great. Let me find some things big people can do. And, uh, you know, of course, like once you roll into that identity of like, uh, find out who you are, it's easy to grow from there, whether it's in that same direction or just like acknowledging, like, like you said, I am big. Right. Well, let me do something about it. Let me be, um, those people calling me big. Uh, let me be that the fuel to, uh, change this, this identity. Right. Oh, I, I apologize. I moved the camera on you. Sorry. <laughs> I noticed it drifted to the left, to one of the directions. Yeah, it drifted. Yeah. All right. It wasn't our fault. Tex. As long as you got Leo, everybody sees me all the time on this show. So, so yeah, I, this is interesting stuff, Leo. Um, you know, I really appreciate you uh, taking the time out to do this podcast and spend your time here with us and sharing things. And, I watched a whole bunch of podcasts and videos with you in it and they, you know, all those good questions people ask and, you know, anybody could go find those things and learn mm -hmm. about, uh, your, your past and everything. And, uh, we hopefully we'll get a little bit into that stuff, but I also want to find out about like, you know, what else is going on in your endeavors? To me, you seem like you're, uh, getting, heated up now like you just started this thing like it's fresh and you seem like you have a lot of fuel to go and you're like a rocket ship ready to just propel so i hear you talking about this mindset stuff and i think you're like the perfect guy to really discuss that with people um i know you've mentioned some trials and tribulations and um just your story on bringing the mace to where it is, is an amazing thing. So when it comes to mindset, how much is that playing into what you're doing right now? And where do you see that taking you in the next several years or so? All right. So um, I really appreciate that you went through some of the uh, information that's out there and could ask a question that hasn't been asked before. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of information out there, so it's a tricky thing to do. Yeah. Uh, and, and so when you say like, um, hey, this seems like you've really been doing this, like it's really starting to take off, um, the world needs to understand. So I'm going in November, uh, I will have been working with the MACE for six years. Right. And so although I know it is like one or two years old to a lot of people, um, the CEO of Steel Mace Flow, I just think that's a fun title, 
um, I was swinging hammers, uh, trying to flow, trying to figure it out for uh, a long time. And, you know, the reason why I was doing that is I was really trying to work out um, my mindset. You know, I, I knew that anytime I got into an environment that I was putting muscle on, I was fucking faking it. What do you mean I, by that? I knew that. Well, it wasn't me. I never wanted okay. to be a big hulky guy. It was just like those were the guys who picked on me. Okay. Yeah. Um, the, those were the ones that the girls got. Right. Uh, being big got you on TV. It got you on professional wrestling. Name a hero from the '80s. They were fucking big. They were all right? jacked. So, yeah. And uh, and then so what I've come to what I've come to see uh, with myself is the further I got away from this true identity, this person I was. Uh, I was like digging a hole. Like here I was like trying to uh, build myself, but I was actually moving further away from myself. And, you know, I got news for anybody who is putting on muscle to uh, look a certain way or to make people think you are a certain way. Those fucking gains ain't loyal, right? right. The gains that are loyal to your soul, those are the ones that are loyal. When you get hurt, um, all that will be taken away from you, right? The, yeah. The then what do you have? So it's really like a it's really like a mask. And I'm not saying it's not a good thing to be strong, but I really like the idea of somebody who got strong by being themselves. And um, so you know, in coaching mindset, uh, for me, it was always I needed to. I had this, and this is like a. I don't do what my parents told me. There's new information out, right? But right. there's this old philosophy. And um, like we do a lot, you know, we do a lot of, we repeat a lot of the past. And, and so getting far away from our learning from the mistakes of the past is like not reproducing them, right? Right. So um, I, when I was creating Steel Maze Flow, it was specifically to get me out of trouble, to get me out of like um, depression, uh, you know, I have anxiety. I've got um, social anxiety. I don't do, I'm very nervous in big rooms. Um, I have a hard time saying hi to people out in public. Wow. So one of the, one of the things that people tell you is you need to find yourself, right? This is that thing your parents told you to do. And I disagree. If you found yourself, if you found it, well, then it was already there and somebody created that. And you are trying to fit into somebody else's shoes. You are not being your true self. So a lot of time I spent like trying to um, uh, find myself. Hey, let, hey, there's a thing. Ooh, that's me. Right. Nope, I'm being an imposter. Yeah. I'm wearing CrossFit shoes. I'm wearing CrossFit knee pads. I'm putting on a suit to uh, find myself. Well, don't find yourself. Uh, and then. You know, after like failing that several times and uh, receiving some really solid information from the strong coach, um, just so everybody knows what I'm talking about, the strong coach. Uh, and uh, they taught me a, a very valuable lesson in that wisdom. Create yourself. I love that. And so this whole time I have been creating myself, right? Uh, trying to dabbling in different identities trying to find what fit with me taking the good information in um and not rejecting any information that 
I didn't necessarily agree with, you have to take that information in too, right? You just can't automatically reject it. Uh, so after spending some time uh, with the philosophy of creating myself, uh, I really looked at uh, the program of Steel Mace Flow. And in fact, it is the art, a art of creation. Uh, yeah, we have like foundations and we have structures, but you're the guy, the CEO of Flow says, listen, this is an illustration. I do not want you to be me. Matter of fact, your instructions, uh, the masterclass flow, the very last flow, um, the rising flow, if you think about it, in the masterclass flow, you are in a box and you operate in that box. And then the very last thing you do in that masterclass flow is a cross back step over step two with a switch, which if you think about it, it gets you out of the box. Ah, so yeah. here you are in the course and you are, I'm in the box, but it's funny because you don't think about that. You think you're creating flow. I'm learning how to flow. And then I, I just blow your mind right now. No, look, I created a box. Go back and look at it. And then the final instruction was break the box. Yeah. As a matter of fact, you don't have enough room to do that particular flow. Most people don't have 16 feet of room to run left or right. Yeah. And so you have to be very crafty in that moment if you want to be successful. So um, putting to somebody in a, in a place where you have to be creative uh, to be successful is a lesson in how to build an identity, how to build mindset. And everything in the Steel Maze Flow curriculum is about building or is about affecting mindset. So a course we can call um, Warrior Stance. Uh, for those of you who don't know what warrior stance is, it's the position you take before you swing a 360. We could call that vertical, middle, bottom grip, right hand over left in your standing structure. Or I could say, get into fucking warrior stance. Yeah. So my guy who comes in, he gets to be macho. He gets to embrace the mace. He gets to be a warrior for a second. He gets to take on the identity of Ooh, I hope some bad shit happens because I'm a warrior. Yeah. We look, we look for bad shit. And then my female uh, client, she comes in and you know what she wants? She wants to feel a certain way. Mm -hmm. And she thinks maybe the looks might attribute to that. But based on the conversation we have earlier, it might just be a mask. You might be starving yourself to look a certain way. That's not good for you. Right. Right. So um, I tell her, I say, hey, listen, get in warrior stance. And she, for a moment, gets to take on the identity of a warrior. And just for a second, and maybe the first time she hears it, get into warrior stance. She's like, oh, okay, how do I hold the mace? And then the second time, and the third time, and then by the fifth, sixth time, she's like, I'm getting ready to do 360s. I know what this stance is. She has taken on the mindset of a warrior. All right? And, you know, then on the opposite end of it, what good is it if we just make a people warriors? Well, everything gets killed. <laughs> yeah. A bunch of warriors in a room, everything gets killed. Sure. So you have to, um, and this is the thing I love about the mace, purely in its build, it's like 100% opposite. Why is the Onyx steel mace the best steel mace in the world? Because it was specifically built to be 100% off balance. You can look at any other mace out there, and they are different because they were built with different ideas. 
the mace is weightless on one side. Matter of fact, you can't even identify where the handle is unless you're very comfortable with it. And the other side, there's the cannonball. That's where all the weight is, a yin and a yang. Right. So every time I coach the steel mace philosophy, you have to coach based on the anatomy of the, equip the equipment. Warrior, beautiful. Right? Two polar opposite things. But I think it could be the same. This is kind of funny. Nobody knows this. That's awesome. I love that. And Warrior? Yeah. Beautiful. Nice. So you take your male client and he's super macho you told uh, him to get in a warrior sense he's like fuck yeah i'm a warrior yeah. and uh, then i make him do some beautiful things mm -hmm. and it's a real safe thing it's very safe because the mace in itself is a medieval tool right not only is it a medieval tool it lives many different lives and we could kind of talk about that but my guy he gets to dance he gets to express himself he gets to point his toes and man, he's a fucking macho dude. Yeah. He's macho as fuck. But for one second, he gets to dance to beautiful music. Right. So, uh, you know, when people come into the gym and they hit you with the first information uh, about why they're there, it's really hard to pay attention to that. Because I know as a coach, I kind of need to dig through the bullshit. Sure. Why are you here? I need to lose weight. Well, why do you need to lose weight? Well, I eat like shit. Why do you eat like shit? I'm fucking depressed. Well, why are you depressed? I don't feel beautiful. Okay, well, let's cure the beauty thing. Mm -hmm. Let's make you feel beautiful. You know, uh, and, and vice versa. Let's make you feel like a warrior. And uh, it's not as hard as you think to coach that mindset because here's what I'll tell you, right? Uh, I talked about the mace living many lives. Um, the mace, the Queen of England has a mace. Yeah. The royal scepter. And if you look at many um, sorcerers across the world, they have like a crystal ball on a stick. It's like a wand. It's like this magic thing. And um, I believe in magic wholeheartedly. And I'll tell you why I believe in magic, because um, spelling, casting a spell, it's just using your words to affect reality. So I have literally been casting spells. And I've casted spells on you, Fred. Oh, I feel I use my words to change your reality. I told you to stand a certain way. You do it. Yeah. I call you a warrior enough. Guess what fucking happens? You're a goddamn warrior. Absolutely. Right. You can take that shit to the streets with, with you. You can take that anywhere your mace goes with you. So uh, in coaching identity, in the practice of steel mace, at first, um, I learned a lot from movies. There's this great movie, one of the best movies in the world. It's called Predator. Oh, right? yeah. I love that of, movie. A lot of people think it's about Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's not. Okay? No? What's it about? It's about the Predator. All right? And there's a scene in there where Jesse, the body, Ventura. Mm -hmm. And this is, this is why the movie is important to me is this scene. He takes this minigun. And he knows there's stuff in that direction. He just mows down the force. Yeah. And he's just ripping. And um, at first, I knew that creating identity was important. I went to the strong coach. Before, I was like Jesse, just blasting away, not really um, laser-guided. Right. I really didn't have focus. I didn't know how to create identities. I didn't necessarily have the right information to help people out uh, with pinpoint accuracy. Well, uh, I think the Predator 
locks his laser on, boom, blasts him, right? And uh, after getting through the Strong Coach program, it became really clear. They gave me the tools I need as a coach to help uh, take that scattered idea and really put it into a focused idea. And the Steel Maze Flow curriculum, the Steel Maze Flow as a organization, as a community, uh, I don't have anybody who wants to get buff in my in my crew. Maybe like the quads are inspiring on Ben or, um, you know, there's some like fantastic muscles out there, but nobody gives a fuck about that. Right. They like want the beautiful movement. They want the feeling of flow. Uh, they want to slow down time. Yeah. And breathe and meditate and move and heal their bodies and heal their minds and, uh, you know, sharpen their sword for the next day or for the meeting coming up or the term paper you have. Um, it's this really beautiful thing that if you don't have in your life, if you don't have flow in your life, you just don't have the right coach. And I don't need to teach you how to flow um, to point out the areas you've flowed in your life. So when I talk about flow, people go, oh, yes, the mace thing. Yeah, okay. You remember that day you went to work, you woke up, had a great day, coffee, eggs, boom, 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 out the door, fucking green lights, go to work, slay it. Man, I never have this much energy. I'm so happy. I wish every day was was like this. Boom, you know, you fucking, everything's good. Guess what? You found flow. Yeah. And you know what you say? I wish every day was like this? Do you have a practice to make every day like this? Right. I don't. Yeah. Okay. Okay, well, here's a way. Here's a way that you can do it. Uh, you know, in the Steel Maze Flow community, the further we've got into manifesting ideas, uh, manifesting identities for ourselves, uh, the, the program has really taken off. And here's a neat thing. Um, go to Instagram sometime and go to accounts and just type in Steel Maze. And you have to scroll down. Like... And so many people have taken on uh, the Steel Mace identity. Yeah. Right. Um, Steel Mace Fireman. Right. Steel Mace Oklahoma. Steel Mace Mads. Steel Mace Gypsy. So people have infected uh, their lives with this identity shift. Um, I love this idea that all my friends have superhero names. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're Fred, but you're, dude, you're Steel Mace Nation. Like, you're doing a fucking great job of inspiring people at a heroic level across the world. And it's heroic. You're a hero. You have a name. You have a platform. Uh, and a lot of a lot of the people in Steel Mace Flow, the uh, the light that I've shined is very. I've been very vulnerable, and uh, I've put it out there that um, I created this to heal myself. Right. I just took this marketing class, and they said, "Okay, listen. It doesn't matter what you want with your business. You need to identify what your customer wants for your business." And yin and yang, the mace. If you say to do it one way, what do I have to do as a responsible, unconventional coach? I have to look at it from the opposite end. Right. So maybe that's not the right advice. You know, maybe you do something um, completely different. Um, this commercial is brought to you by cannabis. I lost my train of thought. What was that saying? <laughs> well, uh, what I was getting out of what you were saying, one thing to really simplify it is creativity is very important 
in what we do as human beings. Um, it seems to me that creativity is the thing that spawned what you have brought to everybody with your hammers and everything. Um, and creativity is how you uh, bring yourself up to the standard that you want to live to. Um, don't, don't look at finding yourself, but create yourself. And creativity is everything. And I, I you know, art is important. So, you know, you mentioned starting off with hammers and, and sledgehammers and everything. What exactly were you doing at that very moment? Was, was it just, hey, I noticed I could spin this thing around my head a little bit and I'm just going to keep playing with this? Did you actually see something big, bigger coming down the pike? Or were you just yes. kind of like playing around and, and it just turned into something? Um. Well, I, so I was a karate brat. Like I was one of these kids who was put into martial arts and, you know, at a traditional martial art. And I didn't really learn how to fight. I just learned how to like, I, uh, I, yeah. Um, and, you know, and, and like there was a time in my life, uh, I, I fought professionally as an MMA fighter for a while and I didn't use any of my karate. I used none of it. It just wasn't as effective, like during the time. Um, so like, I actually used to think back at that and went like, man, if I would have learned like Brazilian jiu-jitsu from mm -hmm. eight to three or from seven to 13, holy shit. Or if I would have been in the junior wrestling program or boxing or a combat tested, you know, martial art, um, I would be totally different. So like I had some resentment towards it and, uh, you know, I found the working out with a hammer. I, I just remember going like, what if I would have done karate with a hammer? It'd be so strong. And so, you know, I just would move the mace around or the hammer around like a katana, which is like the total opposite. And I found that like, no matter what I did, it, it really uh, challenged me. Like no matter how goofy the move, it was just, it's difficult. I got winded, my arms were fatigued, but I just like, I found magic in it. And that like, you know, like swinging a mace around or a hammer around, there's a lot of people doing that in solitude, right? Like every now and then you'll see somebody at a gym. But when you watch them swinging at a gym, you know what you do? You look at the people in the background to get their reaction. So a lot of us, we, we train by ourselves. Yeah. Uh, and so I would find a comfortable time for myself to swing a hammer. And so nobody, of course, I'd find a time where nobody was around. And uh, it was neat because I, I had this like neat environment where I could turn the music up as much as I want. I could look in the mirror, I could set my phone up, I could put it on record and I could just kind of swing it around. And I, I don't want to be weird and say, I fucking knew it. I knew this was the thing, but here we are. And yeah. everything that I've been through to, for me to say, I didn't think that this was going to be a big thing I didn't know um, would be a lie. I mean, I, I, it's gone, it's gone a lot. It's gone very quick. I'll tell you that the steel mace community is on that rocket ship. Um, I mean, I, you know, I've traveled so many places. I've met so many people I've trained. I've trained legends in, uh, fitness. Like, uh, I mean, I didn't know it was going to, it's funny when you when you go, this is going to be huge. You don't understand the implications of that. 
right. you know i've got to train several of my mentors guys that are like mega stars in the fitness industry uh and yeah i mean if if you would ask me at that time uh, hey is this going to be huge i go yeah it's going to be huge i'm like you're going to train john wolf and shane hines and mike bledsoe and the creator of budicon uh cameron shane and you're going to train me william professional skateboarder and fucking darth maul and you're going to have people like steel mace mads and built by ban and serena steel mace gypsy and kelly and frankenlegs and you know ken plant beast and you know you're going to have people all over the world moving like you um i would have said no it's probably not gonna be that big but it's gonna be big <laughs> yeah. and um, right. yeah and you know um i had been through a lot and there was uh, if there was ever there was ever the one moment um i had been i was just like at the worst time um that i could possibly be in if there was ever a time for me to quit and uh you know i was homeless i had a mace it was funny a big screen TV and an Xbox. And that was in my car. <laughs> the essentials. Those things. <laughs> the essentials. Um, and then like five pairs of clothes, like my go-to gym outfits. And as deplorable as that situation could be, um, I found myself at the gym with my 10 pound mace Ryu, who has been with me since the beginning. And uh, I just, I knew like, I can't be stopped. Look at what you've been through. Wow. You, there's no way anything is going to stop me as long as I have a mace. Yeah. That's, that's fantastic, man. That's incredible. Uh, the energy uh, from the mace, the feelings that you're conveying about where you've been and, and what it's been like for you. I think, you know, the real story is, is that right there, you know, uh, people, talk about this all the time and it's everybody says it a little different but i think it all boils down to there's what well, you said magic right i it, yeah it does feel like magic um empowerment self self-empowerment you know bringing yourself to another level that you never thought you could get to being down and out like you were and knowing that you're gonna catapult yourself into the to the next level and it's coming that's an amazing thing and I, as neat as that catapult is you know being able to share that story yeah it sends a signal out there or a frequency and whatever that frequency's done uh, it, as cool as that moment was i get i get those messages you know i've got a student right now yeah. who is flowing through chaos in the exact situation as me in his car, utilizing gyms as showers and places to wash his clothes. He's like, Leo, I got my mace, man. I'm fucking good. Yeah. And I believe in him. I believe in him. You know, and if, if you are a coach out there and being a still mace flow coach is tough, man. All right. It's very tough. Uh, there's a bunch of different re reasons why it's tough. But you know, I like to tell people, um, if it is tough, remember that the Phoenix, it didn't, you know, it rose from the ashes. Yeah. It wasn't a bird that just is like, Hey, I'm fucking, 
you know, I'm just going to catch on fire and have superpowers. There was fucking ashes and cinder and fire and destruction. And if you're in the fucking ashes, it's okay. Yes. That might be part of the process because when I meet somebody who's in the ashes and I meet a lot of them, um, it's because I've chose to put this out there. So when, uh, somebody is in the ashes, they have somebody they can contact who doesn't give about how much fucking weight you move. Right. Um, I want to, I want to move some weight off your chest. I don't care about how much weight you can move. Right. It's such a bad, it's such a bad prescription. Measure your food, count your calories, macros, weight progression. Don't think about the scale. What? Right. Think about all the numbers except for the one that you measure yourself with. Yeah. Wait, what do you mean? You told me I didn't lose five. I was supposed to lose five pounds. I didn't lose five pounds. You tell you told me not to worry about the weight. What? Which one is it? Fuck the weight. Right. Absolutely. I mean, you know, everybody everybody has their own philosophy. I just. I want to make it very clear, Steel Mace Flow, uh, we're for the people who uh, who need who need this, right? And not everybody needs it, and that's a great thing. You know, there's a lot of great mace communities out there that serve as a strength and conditioning platform. Right. And um, and so I am, I encourage people if you want a strength and conditioning program with the mace, um, you know, go to the Honor Academy. I've taken their course seven times i've taught it once uh what a neat privilege um actually uh today big day for me very big day um i have wanted to be an on it academy employee for a long time yeah um because they are the highest platform to get my message out there right and uh you know i've had a great relationship with them but never been in uh, recently, they had uh, somebody get hurt prior to an education, still makes education, and they asked me if I could come in and teach. Um, I was honored. Thank you very much, uh, Shane Hines and John Wolf, uh, for believing in me in that moment. Uh, thank you, Nikki Fear and Chris Marinon for sharing that experience with me, and of course, all the participants. But uh, that day, I accomplished the goal of uh, becoming an Honor Academy coach. And uh, today I will be signing, uh, or I signed my papers yesterday, but I'm going in to finish some paperwork. I am now an Onnit pro. So there's the Onnit Academy, and then there's the Onnit, uh, um, like the main company. So um, there's a small salary that goes with that. Yeah. And uh, I definitely get to help get the message across out there on the platform. So a uh, very big day for the savage and yeah. anybody out there who swings a mace because um i like really like this story there's a guy he shows up you know he's like hey i swing a mace i do it a lot different than you guys yeah and on it was like that's cool you can party with us come on do I have, can i be myself and they're like yeah just fucking be yourself <laughs> and uh you know they invited me in have supported me along the way and it was like really those words that like hey that be yourself mentality um, hey, here's some things that you can use, but you don't have to. Um, you know, it just kept me going into the culture and feeding them. And it is very, it is very important to me that Onnit uh, does well. Um, you know, they're the flagship for unconventional training. Yeah, I, I pour into them heavily. Leo, why do you rep Onnit so hard? I'll tell you. Maybe people don't know. I'm not saying it ever would, but could you imagine if the kings of unconventional training? 
if like they dropped? What if they failed? Well, that would make it very difficult for um, people to think it's a good business model to do unconventional training. Yes. So um, I, I pour in and I care heavily because they freed a lot of us, man. There's, there's a lot of us here that um, uh, have benefited from that program. The Steel Mace Flow curriculum, uh, a lot of that stuff came from working with Onnit so much. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll be an Onnit Academy pro today. Nice. Man. Very neat. Congratulations uh, but, on that. And yeah, you know, so they are talk about the ashes to the bird. Right. Right. And that's, right. The, and that's, you know, a lesson right there is, you know, no matter how deep in the ashes you are, always fight back hard, always put out love and positivity because you don't know what's going to happen the next day, the next week, the next month. You're going to get noticed by somebody or some, something good is going to happen. You're not going to be in the ashes forever. It's that mentality where you think you're sunk and you're done that gets you in trouble. We're all going to be in the ashes at several points throughout our life. It's the reinvention that you could get from that is what's so awesome. You could reinvent yourself yeah. every time you go into the ashes. And the more you reinvent yourself, the more fun the ride is. And looks like you're... You're on a great ride. And on it is lucky to have you part of their organization. Um, you, I could see you fitting in very well over there. I did meet Shane uh, over in New York City at Solace. I did the durability. Oh, yeah, class. for durability. Yeah, that was fantastic. I mean, we're swinging, we're swinging Mace this Sunday. Yeah. I am lit up like a little kid when I get to share time with Shane. Yeah. What is it about him, man? He's just, he got this energy flow coming out of him or something. I, I don't know. It's just, he, he captivates, you know? Well, his, uh, his hero story. Um, once you learn about that, you understand why he teaches with, with that, uh, that heart power ring. Uh, yeah. You know, he teaches, he teaches with love. Uh, yeah. He had a, a back injury, right? Yes. Yeah. I remember yeah, him yeah. talking about that. Yeah. He did talk about it. He did. He shared that story, and boy, did that add depth to what we were doing in that class. That is a friggin' awesome class. Uh, what a yes. a um, it changed. It, I took that right in when I was discovering Mace. So, um, it really helped with with Mace yeah. flow and everything, and and how I look at how my body moves differently. Even when I deadlift, all right, the traditional heavy deadlift, blah. I now use what I learned from durability, and um, it helps. You know, it's a good class. I recommend it to people. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of my favorites. You know, being a, I was really, I don't know. Well, let's see. My progress was slowed down without that uh, knowledge of durability, right? So, you have an idea of how to decompress your body based on like like bodybuilding training, basically, right? Push, pull, squat, hinge, yeah. very little rotation. And so we kind of, we get it, oh, you do this one, and then you do this one, and then you're good. Yeah. Go do the thing. Well, then you got to take in consideration, hey, well, now we have tools swinging in 360 degrees. Um, we're working in all these different lunge matrix. We're pivoting. Um, how do I decompress from that? Because um, it's really, you know, like if you do an arm workout, decompress those areas right. but when you're doing flow it's like i hit everything i hit everything not like 
it's our shoulder day. I'm going to hit my shoulders and then I'm going to move to my pecs in order to flow freely. Um, our shit, any movement you do in my system commands you to use your whole body, not yeah. your, not just your whole body, your whole computer. Yeah. Right. So, um, so being able to like, not only decompress like the muscles, uh, and bring them back to like a normal resting stage, but like when Shane's like, all right, breathe in, you understand like, oh, I, I decompress like, oh, there's another thing that needs to decompress, yes. right? Deeper in right? there, yeah. Yes, yes. There's levels to this shit. Yes. Yeah, uh, actually a neat, another neat uh, couple things I have coming up. Um, shout out one more time to the Strong Coach. Uh, I'll probably just keep saying shout out to Strong Coach. Uh, they changed my life um, and afforded me uh, an amazing opportunity. Something that I wrote down in my goals list uh, I have a goal list that I am constantly chasing down uh, my next goal. And um, I was asked to speak at an entrepreneurial group uh, some time ago, and it scared the shit out of me. Yeah. I said, yes. I said, yeah, I'll do it if I'm available. I was not, but I was scared. And so that's why I did it, right? Yeah. Thank you to uh, my good friend Heartbeats, uh, the flowing Dutchman who taught me if it's scary, you must do it. Uh, I love it. it. Yeah. Shout out to heartbeats. He's so, awesome. um, yeah, because I don't have my mace and these aren't mace people. You're out of your, they are in college and I didn't get out of fucking high school. Yeah. So, you know, uh, so yeah, you... anyhow, um, Mike Bledsoe, the strong coach, uh, he asked me if I would speak at the strong coach summit. So, group of 50 highly trained uh, entrepreneurs. Um, there were some speakers in the room that had like million dollar companies and several of them at that. And so um, I got to go up there and I got to speak, uh, do some public speaking, talk to people. I was disarmed. I didn't have my mace. And uh, it was a great feeling. It was a one of the biggest takeaways from that experience was we did a Q&A after uh, Mike and I spoke for a while and there were very little questions. There were a lot of people with their hands up and although I said, yes, your, what, what, what's your question? There was like, no question. Thank you. Like your story, you being you. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. And then, so, um, and then that spawned another uh, opening for me uh, in public speaking. Mm -hmm. Not that the two knew about each other, but um, there's a biohacker mastermind. And just because the frequency was out there, uh, as soon as I landed back into Texas from California after the Strong Coach Summit, um, the I got a call to speak at this uh, biohacker thing. So uh, really excited to continue that and uh the next big project i have coming up i've got a bunch man i bet you do that's why i asked earlier about what's happening yeah. in the future because yeah, i see well, that from now you. i'm finally answering this is kind of typical <laughs> it took a little yeah we're about uh 39 um, minutes in but that's all right we get to it this this guy here this is the you know the flow guy of course uh that's the savage and it's still makes flow companies um trademarked logo and uh so just recently I stopped teaching the level one education. Yeah. So this is news. 
And I have eight amazing coaches all over the United States, one in Canada, uh, one in the Philippines, and they will be teaching the level one program. I wanted to ask you about this. So you said eight. I know the, that six of them are your Savage Six people, right? And then mm -hmm. it's an additional two. And who's the one in the Philippines? Uh, the White Mace artist. Okay. Uh, Nat Cruz. And uh, she calls herself the White Mace artist. She has a White Mace. Yes. All yeah. right. Yeah, and she is an amazing, amazing. Uh, yeah. I love everything about her. Um, so, yeah, it's fucking scary. You, so you passed the I torch. Have, I've spent six years creating this thing. And yeah. I have fought over it. Um, with all of the leaders in the Steel Mace Kingdom. Yeah. Had an issue with Steel Mace Flow, all mm -hmm. right? And I have uh, maintained my integrity. Not always. I've been an asshole sometimes. That's all right. Um, you know, it happens. Uh, but regardless, um, I'm giving it away. Yeah, man, that is incredible. That is... At, at, and I can't even tell you giving it away is an understatement. I am literally giving these people are my coaches the ability to have hundred thousand uh, dollars a year jobs yeah um we have um still mace flow just hit a quarter of a million dollars shout out to still mace flow thank Excellent. you guys so much for your support and with that money um i lived in a car the most important thing to, to the world to me is a mace yeah and i give them away like candy uh, money doesn't matter to me. It just helps me get to the next venture. Right. So I don't have to do all of the work now. I have eight amazing coaches who have fought alongside me yeah. and been that no flow zone bullshit. Right. <laughs> We're out here stopping people from, from suicide. Yeah. Literally. I have students who have curbed their suicide and I have this other team out here saying, don't flow. You know, it's not fair. Nah. Here, we, here we have this team who understands how important it is because flow, steel makes flow, has affected their lives. Not only like it has affected mine, but now it's going to affect it with they get to coach these people. They get to help these people. And we get to keep growing. Uh, I myself am going to be teaching in October uh, my level two course, which I'm just I'm excited about. Uh, Everybody's excited about it. Yeah, um, I don't know if everybody's excited about the price. It's very expensive. It's two thousand bucks. No kidding. You train with me for a month, and I'm only taking four students on at a time. Uh, the Still Maze Flow program, the online program, it was very affordable. We put it on sale uh, in order to water the the soil. Right. Right. Order the soil is watered. Plants are starting to bloom. People are saying, "Hey, that guy's not crazy. That's an actual thing." Look at all these stars doing it. Look at all these fitness icons doing it. Tyrone Woodley, uh, UFC world champion. Bob Weir, fucking uh, uh, Grateful Dead, <laughs> yeah. right? Uh, you got you got all these amazing cowboy uh, Cerrone swings of mace. I mean, Carlos Condit swings of mace. Uh, uh, Andre Lulaski was working with one of my students, uh, UFC fighter. Anyways, um, so now it's time to reap the crops, send the team in team's going to go do great they're going to help out millions of people and uh but one of the biggest because i did i do love that process but i know there was a time fred where i knew every one of my coaches everybody who was certified in steel mace flow i knew them and i was part of their life uh, right. through the journey so putting out the digital content um we've got a lot of students who no longer are who do not have um 
uh, who've never had coaches. Right. So I don't know all my coaches. Well, in fact, because I do not need, uh, I live a pretty simple life. I don't need a lot of money. I can afford not to make money. What I can do is put my time into my level two students. You know, um, everybody who learns level two is going to be handcrafted by Leo Savage up until the point where I can rise to a new level and continue to uh, create new crops for everybody who's helped out along this journey. Nice. You know, everybody. There's yeah. been so much help, you know. Um, I mean, even the competition, they've been a lot of help. Sure, right? yeah. Without, like, a market of, like, people competing against each other, uh, you know, it's, what are you doing? You're just, like, kind of by yourself. You're, like, on an island. and. Right. You know, we're like still maze flow. I know that we, we use a maze, but it's very hard for us to compete with anybody because we're not doing the same thing. We don't compare. We don't, we don't do Tabatas. We don't do AMRAPs. We don't do PRs and pyramid up and pyramid down. We, we encourage play and creation and beautiful movement. You know, if somebody's pissed off, I make them move beautifully. It, they snap out of it. Sure. In, in level two, just think of this. A bench press affects what muscle group? Cool. Right? A bench press does what to your psyche? Does it relieve stress or does it add stress? Should you apply a bench press to somebody who's in love? How will it affect somebody who's in love? How does a squat affect somebody who's going through um, financial trouble? Mm. Don't fucking do any any back work if you're going through financial trouble. Yeah, right. right. You're physically not, so mentally this. not ready for it. What prescription do I give the waterfall flow to somebody for? Because I can tell you this. I was in an area. I created the waterfall flow. That move is tied to get me out of a certain place. Mm -hmm. So when I see somebody in the place of heartbreak, mm -hmm. guess what I hit them with? Waterfall flow. That's a, right. a favorite swing, one that I teach. The sword swing came from a particular place in my life. The outside inside meal, the back rack, the hangman, the executioner swing, all that, all those moves that we're doing all across the world, they came from a place. And I like the idea of level two, the Mace artist program saying, Hey man, my clients like they're in love. What's a good flow to teach them. Oh, the arrow top switch. Yeah. Anything arrow top switch. It literally opens up your heart. It puts you in a position to receive love. What a sneaky fuck, that coach. Yeah. Putting you in a position where your heart is open to receive love. Yeah. How neat. Somebody's getting taken advantage of. What's a good flow that we can put them in? Something. Put them in a little flexion. Yeah. Put them in a little bit of guarded stance. Yeah. How do I do that? Well, I teach them to bend their back when they do fucking 360s like everybody who swings a gata in India. Right? I put them in a defensive shell that way they can defend. Not everybody needs that. But prescription strength, this is something um, uh, I, I ran into this amazing gym through Ben Walker where he actually learned how to swing mace. Uh, Jeff Butter Butterworth, the owner of prescription strength, or RX strength. He told me what his gym name means, RX Strength. It's the prescription strength for whatever ails you. And I just was like, man, that's awesome. Yeah. 
if I could prescribe people, I know that I prescribe people beautiful movement to help get them out of the shit. But what if we did the math? That's what the big. I see. What if we tied the movements to the emotions and where they came from? You know, that would be some. That will be some powerful medicine. So let me ask you if if you can uh, speak about it yet, but with level two, it sounds like you're going to be training people more about how to connect with their clients and be a better coach in that way. Am I kind of in the? So I think I think that I think that is that is going to be that's already in that's already happening in level one right now, right? Yeah. I mean that's already happened, right? You listen to Steel Mace Mads, right? Or you just did a podcast with him. Yeah. He gets it. Oh, yeah. He fucking gets it. Sure. He wrote a post the other day. Yeah. Steel Mace was play. He fucking gets it. So I, the coaches who will come to me, um, yes, I can help answer and guide them in those questions. Um, and, you know, I can help them prescribe the, the medicine better. Uh, and then, you know, just a lot of this stuff is like, the mace becomes a pry bar if your technique is not right. Mm -hmm. It's prying on something. If you lose rotation, if it's not traveling in perfect orbit, if you don't know how to guard yourself, you might be doing something to express love, but you're taking pain. You know, um, you're taking little bits of damage. Now, let me just real quick, all right? So level two, without a doubt, will be all the beautiful stuff. Without a doubt, you want to learn the badass shit, it's in level two. Here's something that's important about level two. Um, and I've seen this over and over. I'll speak to it. The mace will strengthen your body extremely quick, right? The mind muscle connection happens. You get buff, you get strong, you get, it happens quick. And your tendons don't act that way. They take time to develop. Yep. They take time to get pulled on. Well, what's the mace doing? It's wrenching on those things, right? We're swinging with a lot of momentum nowadays. The mace is flying through the air. And what happens when it goes out of orbit? Well, there's just a little bit more pull. So while, while I do appreciate like the lighter training maces, working with something that's not 10 pounds, you will not build the tendon strength to defend yourself in high velocity, momentous moves. The mill, if you practiced it with a PVC pipe for a year and you understood the motor skills and then you picked up and you started to use a mace, your body would not be ready for it. You might think, I am ready for it. I understand the motor patterns, but you're not getting tweaked on. Those tenants are getting pulled on. Um, it's like a rock climber. You're not gonna be an amazing rock climber until you have the tendon strength to free hang. Once you have the tendon strength to free hang, you can be a very effective rock climber because you're not taking any damage. Right. Think of that same thing, and I'm swinging a mace. Shing! Everything's being pulled. And if the mace connects to my arm, it turns into a pry bar. So not only are we aiming the tool for to cure the heart, to empower people, uh, to help them create this new identity of themselves. Uh, but we're shaving the edges off and making the moves completely. Um, you know what? Do you mind if I show share with you something? 
Nej, det är bra. Kör jag. Okej. Okay. Um. Hope you can see me. All right, so just um, as an idea of how uh, still makes flow level two will work. I want every one of my coaches to have immediate access to be able to teach these moves, right? So I get somebody who comes in and they're suicidal. I'm going to hit them with some very powerful flows, the executioner and the hangman. Mm -hmm. Funny, death, death, yeah. execution, suicide, right? right? But you have to work your way out of the move. The move doesn't stop. You have to go through it. So I have to teach somebody who is suicidal on day one how to do the hangman swing. Do you know how to do the hangman swing? The hangman swing, we start in Shaolin Ford. We do a 360. We catch the bottom of the mace like we're wrapping a mace around or a noose around our neck. And this is the hangman swing. Now, I've got to teach somebody how to do that in one setting. I've only got one chance. And still makes flow, we teach the um, kinetic swing. We teach our students to lay the mace against their shoulders to orbit their first 360s. Well, if I use that same technique, ah, I can teach anybody the hangman swing. Everybody has access to it. So. I have to prove the system. I have to be able to prove that I can teach anybody anything in one day and nobody has proved me wrong yet. The uh, idea of capacity and getting your client to the state to which they can do that is what your mom told you and your dad told you and we're not playing by the rules anymore. I'm a fucking badass coach. I'm amazing. You know why? Because my clients need that guy. I'm not, I'm not saying like, oh, I'm the best. Wait, no, I am saying I'm the best. I'm the best coach for my clients because I fucking believe in them. Yeah. I believe in myself so much that I can teach you anything. I've spent so much time on this. I can teach you whatever you want to learn today. Right. And that's you being you. You know, when I train people online, I don't do it often. Um, I, I, rarely, I rarely do it. Um, every now and then I might meet somebody and like offer them some help. I'm going to cure the problem that they have. And I got to use all the tools uh, in the arsenal. I'm not going to say, you need to learn the lunge matrix. You need to learn standard operating procedures. You need to be me. No. Here's the thing that's going to free you. Go be free. That's beautiful. Awesome. Yeah. So anyways, that, that was me for that private lesson right there. Whoever's watching this, <laughs> PayPal me. Make sure you get your PayPal out there so they know. Yeah, yeah, that one's free. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, this is intriguing, though. So if somebody is interested in taking level two, obviously they need level one first, right? Totally. Yeah, and um, if they don't have access to one of your coaches now that are, you know, the, the, the eight that you mentioned, they could still get it online? They'll still be able to get, go through it that way? Yeah. The uh, model that we're really looking at um, is for all of our education to be provided online. So just as a basic concept, um, 
I talked about giving it all away. I'll just tell you guys how bad I'm giving it away. My program costs right now $5.99. You buy the course and you do it on your own. And the new model we're going to go into is, I know that this is one of the programs, but it will get better or we'll have different models. Now you buy the program for $5.99 and you get a coach for six sessions. Oh, nice. So I'm throwing in six hours with the best coaches in the world to yeah. get you through your mace training. Um, so the, of course, you'll be more prepared for level two when it happens. The great thing about level two is it's by application only. So anybody who has soiled the name of Steel Mace Flow, I don't have to train you. Yeah, right. That's beautiful. I get to pour into the people who have poured into the system. There's a small application. Um, I'm not, I, I think October sold out. Uh, I'm, I'm fairly certain it is. I've, I've gotten applications. So, so I got, I think I got like six applications for October. I'm going to take four of them. But when I saw the name came through, I immediately knew I was going to help the person. Of course, the questions on the application are to give me better insight onto how to uh, help out the student, right? So um, that uh, I will be booking those online at stillmaceflow.com. Uh, I think as maybe in a little as a week or two, we'll open up that program for uh, the future classes, December, January, March, April, May. Um, now, I said that we, we were aiming to do most of our education online. The, we, we, we will still do uh, our tours. We will still be traveling and teaching level one education. I myself, I'm, I'm going to teach one or two, if that, uh, level one educations a year. Um, I, lo I love it so. And so when I said I'm completely giving it away, I guess that's the one thing that I'm keeping is the uh, ability to teach at two places uh, a year that I really care about, you know? So, um, and then, um, I know that we're looking at doing a retreat only really? because everybody with the mace swings their mace in the woods and goes, Oh, I wish my friends were here. <laughs> yeah. Right. Time. So the mace retreat, we're working on that. Um, but here's some, I mean, we have a clothing company, Brandon, uh, bomb, right. Meat bomb. Yeah. He's, he's our official clothing guy. Right. So, uh, upgrading the site. Uh, we're going to add Brandon's store to, um, uh, our current stuff and he's going to make all our stuff. He made this amazing shirt. Yeah. Yeah. He makes great stuff. I, congratulations I just, to him. And that's yeah. awesome that you guys are bringing him in like that. This is a remarkable story. Now, if you're out there, this is an important story. Okay. Still Mace flow. The last part of it, put Mace in hands. There's many levels to that, but it is actually the act of giving. Yeah. Right. The thing I love most the steel mace we're giving brandon meat bomb uh, he's over delivered he showed up to educations every time i try to hire him to create shirts he just said no i'll do it for free thank you coach yeah. and so i just i said fuck it brandon you make all our clothes and he's keeping a hundred percent wow every steel mace flow shirt he sells he's keeping every dime to help pay for his level two education yeah or his airplane ticket to the next adventure. So, man, you gotta fucking, it's scary, man. I'm going through, my eye was doing this yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I bet. 
I'm giving until it hurts. Yeah. I'm giving it all away. Conor McGregor said this, and he's probably not the best person to quote right now, but whatever. <laughs> they said, man, you're going to run out of money. Keep spinning. He said, good. Then I'll be hungry as I was. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. I don't tell. Yeah. I'm, I'm 38. I've been through some shit. Yeah. I have not failed yet. I may have been down. I may have been out. I may have been in ashes. I may have been homeless, addicted to drugs a fraud uh you know i've been a bunch of bad things in my life but it was never the end of me i've been a lot of good things uh at that same time i'm just accepting my faults for what they were but every time i hit that negative shit every time i went to the bottom i fucking bounced back i was going through a real tough time and um my brother thomas yurkitas i don't talk about him much but he's he's an amazing human being um he said, Leo, you're undefeated. I was like, oh, yeah. oh man, I'm going through a hard time. He's like, no, man, but look, you're still here. Yeah. I was like, he's like, I know how bad that is, but you made it. You're undefeated. And that's like a great observation to look at. You know, it's not over, motherfuckers, until right. I get that big DMT trip and blast off into outer space and <laughs> to meet the holy, the holy spirits. All right. It's not over. Yeah. You and haven't failed. Keep going. Who knows what's. When you get there, something else. So keep your eye on that, right? coaches up there, too. Absolutely. Make the thunder, right? That's Yeah, this is uh, – defeat is only when you you accept it as defeat. Uh, I think the, the Vikings were the, – the you know, the people, the Warriors, not the football team. Uh, the Vikings were – they had that mentality. We're, I'm not defeated. We're not defeated. And that's why they were so fierce. Um, ah. We have a lot to learn from tribes that don't exist anymore. Yeah. What's that? Well, the Vikings died. Yeah, they did. <laughs> so did the ninjas. Mm-hmm. They're done. Yeah. The samurai, as noble as they were, they're done. Right? You can't do the shit your parents did. You need to, you know, hey, don't re- you don't need to reinvent the wheel. What? Yeah, you do. Are yeah. you kidding me? Yeah. The will is in. I bought tires the uh, the other day. The amount of technology that's put into these motherfucking tires, and besides, I want goddamn hover cars. Yeah, man. Right. I want floating shit. Let's reinvent the will. You know, the steel maze. It's this super unconventional tool, and I will say that it did not have a lot of success. All right, it went through many people. All right, Rick Brown has had some success and he travels the world teaching mace but there was never a big boom right traditional mace style yeah um on an academy they put together the mace program um eric isik uh, milan the still the still viking uh still mace viking team they all did like traditional stuff tabatas amraps uh symmetrical reps do 10 rest 45 seconds i said no unconventional tool let's do unconventional shit how unconventional i'm gonna do magic with it what do you mean you're gonna do magic with it i'm gonna cure depression and teach men how to dance and women how to be warriors does that sound unconventional (laughs) enough for you yeah at the same time i'm gonna change the reality of fitness i'm going to teach men that strength isn't just how much weight you move that's the reality that i live in yeah right we we have changed the way the fitness industry looks at the steel mace. It is no longer a weapon or a strength and conditioning tool. It is a symbol of hope. 
to so many people. Yeah. That's absolutely what it is. I mean, that's what I'm getting. Same conversation over and over again, podcast after podcast. It's mm. it's beyond just, you know, grabbing a mace and doing a flow and, uh, oh, boy, my arms are tired after that or whatever. It's It's how people feel afterwards and the spirit that people carry with them. And I've had an opportunity – to meet a lot of flow people, it's amazing. Like Ben Walker did a podcast here. I still have to drop it. It's coming out soon. And uh, he flowed with us over at Critical Mass. Jamie Pinto was there. Um, that was – man. You, you have – that meant so much to me. Dude, well, let it, me just give a, Let me just give some love to Ben Walker. Ben, I love you so much, man. Uh, thank you for all the hard work you do for uh, yourself and the Steel Maze community. Um, as a coach, I've never gone – as the steel mace flow guy, make no misconceptions about it. I say it loud and proud. I created steel mace flow. Yeah. All right. I'm the guy who flowed with the mace. The person that you saw, they take uh, support from, or they, you know, they took inspiration from me. And I really like to, I really like to let people know that where it came from, so it doesn't get confused in uh, as to what steel mace flow is. Yeah. But I've never, I've always instigated those things, the Mace meetups. Yeah, oh, I yeah. open my phone and I see, I mean, you guys had like 10 people there swinging Mace. Yeah. Uh, Magic. Man, Man Bun Mace Fuck was it. there. Man Bun. Yeah, um, yeah. Charge, you know, uh, Charles from, from Charge yeah. Philly, Pinto. Uh, Ken, you know Ken. Ken came up and visited you up in New York State on a cold winter morning. Um, Ken Actually, is the guy that got uh, me into it. Yep. I, yep. I'm in there with all these guys. And, you know, so, and then like another thing, um, Still Me's Flow has created this other avenue for coaches. Yeah. I had a guy message me last night. Chris, thank you so much for buying the Still Me's Flow program. He said, Hey, my uh, personal trainer certificate ran out. Can I still get your program? I was like, Yeah. Sure. I'm not even certified. I lost my shit a long time ago. <laughs> I learned how to measure a heart rate, and that, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. All right. that's it. So, um, but people are coaches now who would have never thought about being coaches. Um, Kelly Olson, you know, um, she swung mace as a hobby. She got injured. She used still mace flow, amongst other things, love, yeah, uh, to help heal her body. And now... It has healed her so it heals her so much. You got to talk to her uh, that she's a coach. She needs to get this medicine to other people. Um, I, again and again and again, I've run into people um, like yourself. You know, I don't know what necessarily your background in coaching fitness was, but you're a fucking steel mace coach now. Yeah, yeah, totally you know, inspired. Um, I was. I I said I got to share this with people, even though I'm still yeah. learning. I said. I could I could teach something basic for now and I'll still continue to grow and I'll learn to flow mm. better by being a teacher. You learn your best when you teach it. As long as you're teaching well, it right. You can you can whenever anybody's in that conversation, this is what you say. I'm just going to do what Leo did. <laughs> yeah. All right. So and let, let's talk about this. You got to get rid of the fear with the mace. All right? You're a coach out there. Get rid of the fucking fear. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. If you think your client's going to hurt themselves from picking up with the mace, just think, what did I do? I yeah. picked it up and I played with it and I'm okay. Yeah. 
sure, like you can be mindful of some stuff, but just get the get the fucking fear out of there. Yeah. So, hey, you're a new coach and you're going through the Steel Maze Flow program. Teach that shit today. Guess what? I got my first rep in as a coach. I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. I was like, hey, guys, I'm going to teach a steel mace class. I bought 30 mace. 30 people showed up, and I went, okay, here we are. Let's <laughs> fucking figure this shit out. Yeah. If I would have waited until I was perfect, we wouldn't be here today. That's right. So, so That's if right. you're out there, have some fun with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's just eons of videos of people who don't work out, swinging mace, doing elaborate stuff at the park. And I mean, get, get rid of the fear, man. Yeah. You know, and, and if you have some information to share with your friends, do it. I mean, it's what we're doing anyways. Like what is Instagram, but a big share network. That's right. Right. It's a slot machine for popularity. You throw a video up there. You're like, Oh, maybe I'll get popular. Scroll, yeah. scroll, 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 ding, 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 ding. No bars, not popular. Oh, well. All right. You know. What do I need to do to yeah. make a better video to get more likes? Yeah, yeah, it's just a, it's a slot machine. But you know what? Like, Instagram has been a big blessing. Uh, so many ways. Like, the Steel Mace community just literally watches Instagram. They own a mace. They yeah. haven't taken any education. They're just like, I'm gonna do it. And we've met a ton of people uh, from Instagram. One of the one of my favorite parts of the day. Um, I'm a big cannabis advocate. Um, I walk out to the backyard, I smoke a King Palm, uh, Rolly, and uh, I open my Instagram, let my dog run around the backyard. And this used to be a very unhealthy practice for me, right? Because Instagram used to be a lot of like primitive apes who didn't understand what was happening and they were just throwing shit at me, right? right? They weren't bad, they just didn't understand what was going on. Um, but now I get to open up my Instagram and I just like, I read the most... Uh, beautiful things from people and uh man it's been a blessing yeah. you know i'm a man of many hats let's see what you got me <laughs> that's awesome what does that say all the way at the bottom the, the, is that the company oh that oh that's my sponsor uh jumbo superfoods yeah, that's right nice. uh world's best cbd they're on the joe rogan show so <laughs> yeah, i'm a I'm a man of many, I wear many hats at many times. Strong but coffee. No matter, what hat, no matter what hat I'm wearing, if I know the owner and I know the mission, I will support you. Uh, Jumbo has been taking care of Leo Savage for over a year. They put money in my pocket. They put product in my pocket. And I don't know if they're making any money off of me. They just believe in the cause. This is a one of a kind. They made this just because they believe in the Savage. Nice. Strong coffee, the owner, uh, Adam Van Rothwell. He has been uh, a believer and supporter of Leo Savage ever since day one. And uh, Detroit Grooming. Who's that? I, I used to not have a beard. I used to have like really a little dude. I had like a little peach fuzz. <laughs> yeah. Like a little. I didn't shave for three days, and I ended up meeting this guy. Just you know, messages. I talking to him about Mace, and he's like bro, I own a beard company. I know you got some beard. Let me send you some stuff. And I really didn't have a beard. And so um, Detroit Grooming has been supplying Leo Savage with beard oil, beard butter. Uh, and so thank you so much. So those are items that really help your beard along? Are, are those essential items or is it just more uh, 
something. Well, I don't wear cool. I don't wear cologne, um, but like there's some awesome beard oil, and it helps tame the savageness. Yeah, uh, it smells good and just helps keep the beard uh, in gear. And uh, you know, of course, now that I'm an, an on it pro, this is actually the first hat I got from on it. Yeah, that's some upstart company out there, right? <laughs> yeah, on it. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so shout out. Thank you guys. Uh, thank you on it. Thanks to all my sponsors. But the one, the hat that I'm most proud of that I wear. Steel makes blow hat. Might've heard of that. So cool to like, just, um, this podcast, you know, still makes warriors podcast. Um, the Onnit Academy Steel Mace system has vastly changed the way they teach steel mace based on the philosophies and the cueing of steel mace flow. Um, man, there have been so many people that have helped us along the way. So I do appreciate being like the the ship that's trudging through the ice and breaking it. And although I do get patted on the back and uh, I do get the spotlight because I got Instagram followers or whatever, but it has not been... Uh, without a lot of help. So to anybody out there who's ever liked a video, whether it was mine or somebody else's, to anybody who stood up against that uh, no mace flow bullshit, yeah. to anybody who's ever shared a video with a friend or a family member or bought a product to help support the savage or the gypsy, this is not possible. This mission isn't possible without you. So thank you so much. Yeah, Leo, that's um, bottom line, you know, with what you have going on and what people are doing with it, it's definitely a game changer for them. And you could feel that love and you can feel that passion when you just have your everyday discussion with these people, whether it's a DM or whatever. I'm experiencing that, too. And I started this podcast because I wanted to capture all that energy and capture what's going on right now because I do believe that it's going to hit the stratosphere and it's going to get much bigger. It's, it's not going to go away. It's definitely uh, a precious thing that everybody is uh, nurturing on their own. So how's it going to go anywhere? It's going to just get better. And meanwhile, um, I want that to be captured right now while, while we can before – more people get involved the history um how you came into it wh where it initiated from you know I, I did podcasts with rick brown and jake shannon asking about the history you can see i'm still a little naive about where all this comes from your your uh your research has done a really good you've done a really good job of taking in all the different information and uh, you know, Jake Shannon did a really amazing thing with um, creating a steel mace. He he did yeah. so out of cost, right? Yeah, like he yeah. wanted He actually likes the wood mace, and yep. you guys need to understand this: the gata and the steel mace are not the same thing. Right. You cannot do the presses and the mills and all those things with the steel mace. The steel mace, in the size that it is, is perfect for what I do. And yeah. if it was any longer, it would make it more difficult for everybody to use. Right. And the fact that I use something that is 10 pounds versus uh, 20 pounds or 40 pounds, um, there has been like a ton of contribution, but turning that mace into a metal thing 
it opened up all these eyes with like we can press and we can move and we can you know uh so you know shout out to the to jake who i've come to like learn a lot about through your podcast my wrestling coach in high school studied catch wrestling no kidding so i'm i'm like yeah so when i like when i'm hearing talk about catch wrestling and josh barnett and swinging mace i'm like it's fucking full circle yeah yeah um and like uh, Rick Brown, and uh, I said this in front of me and Rick Brown, we teamed up uh, for some Mace Unity. Mm-hmm. Uh, one time there was some division uh, that has passed, and uh, Rick and I do value each other's very different work. As I was watching Rick certify people in the traditional style of Mace, which I'll just say is the ancient style of Mace, mm-hmm. I had this really cool vision of Rick being a samurai. Yeah. He's like a guy out there with like some wood armor and like a katana. <laughs> and there's like a cavalry, machine guns, like armor, yeah. like but he's he's holding down the traditional way and there's so much honor in that. Yeah. Um and hey, it's it's no mystery. Uh me and Eric don't see eye to eye. Me and Isak but I am very, I am very thankful that Eric puts Mace in hands, and regardless of the no flow zone or whatever, whatever the ruckus is, he doesn't think he's doing a bad thing. He knows in his heart that he is helping and protecting people. So it's very hard for me to fault another man who is just as passionate about Mace as me. Yeah, and I've listened to all of Eric's podcasts. And we are extremely alike. Anybody who's ever been around the both of us tells us how many parallels that we have. We both grew up in gang-ridden neighborhoods and had to pretend we were in a gang so we wouldn't be bullied uh, by gangs. Um, We're both fascinated with moving steel mace and, uh, you know, affecting people at a huge level. I mean, so... I love you, Eric. I hope you're doing well, man. And any of the Mace people out there, the coaches who are coming up, uh, I think we could all learn a lesson by the fights that have been had. Yeah, Leah, the, I the Steel Mace communities. I believe that um, the 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 no flow thing, the no flow zone thing that happened, and there was a, maybe it's just coincidence. And I've mentioned this like repeatedly on every podcast, so I might be annoying people now, but. There was this period where all of a sudden everybody in the flow community started flowing with a 15-pound, a few 20-pound flows were going on there. And it kind of happened right when there was a lot of, like, warring going on. No flow zone, this. And I don't know yeah. if that's coincidence, but I think people were challenged. Well, and they said, hey, I can, I can flow with a heavier weight if I wanted to. Well, it's, 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 not the, it's not the no. I think so. I think when I look at no flow zone, uh, I see it as a personal attack on my brand and the community okay. that uh, is healing from it. All yeah. right, but at the same time, listening to Eric's uh, philosophies of mindful mechanics, what he's saying is be mindful, mm-hmm. right? Um, but that warrior spirit, that like being your warrior spirit, it is going into flow state. All right, that that is part of it, right? Yeah. So, in fact, uh, we are doing the th- same thing. We just, I'm writing in cursive, and Eric is writing in bold. Uh, print. Yeah. Okay. Right? So, yeah, it's um, a good way to put it. But you, you know, like, look, look at how fucking stupid this is. Yeah. Could you imagine if um, 
everybody humbled down. Could you imagine if me and Eric teamed up? Could you imagine the change that the MACE community would have? Because it affects people. When you said people were flowing with heavy weight, it was because people are going, hey, listen, I'm on both sides. I swing a heavy mace too. Mm -hmm. I like to flow. I want to do both. There are literally people in the steel mace community who are closet flow swingers. Yeah. yeah. Because they don't, they don't want to like cause any beef. And on the same side, there are people who are really into mindful mechanics who are like, um, you know, don't want to like offend me. Yeah. Uh, You know, so, but Hey, we have to, me and Eric are going to be gone one day and there's going to be a new, new people with the mace. And I would hope that, um, they've learned from, uh, you know, me and Rick Brown didn't get along. We get along great now. And I see, I have a fucking samurai tattooed on my back and the Bushido code tattooed on my back. And I compare Rick Brown to that. Right. So Rick Brown's Uh, on your back. He's got my back. (laughs) Well, yeah, you know, so, and what a good, what a, and I'm, and I'm proud of that. And, um, if I could compare a tattoo on my body to Eric, um, it would be the one on my heart. Just means loyalty. Eric is very loyal to his people, and uh, yeah. that loyalty is is undying. And you so, recognize that because you're loyal to your people too. Fiercely. Yeah. Fiercely. Yeah. Um, and so, when you know when uh, when all this does settle down and end. I do hope that people have access to um, to choose and not uh, feel like they can't be who they want to be. You know, um, yeah. Military mil- military is really good because it any type of public service like that, where that is very like dogmatic and teaches you the rules, it can be very effective for people and might at times be the right medication or the right prescription for somebody um, like me. When I was a little kid, they put me in karate. They put me in this rigorous program and it taught me a lot about life. Um, but you know, if somebody needs to be free, Hey, there's another, there's another way to do it. You need some structure in your life. Hey, look, here's these two great platforms. Here's these two great men, um, who are bickering with each other because of entitlement. You know, I didn't, I didn't create the mace. I didn't know who Eric was when I was swinging a hammer and a mace and doing karate with it yeah you know i it's it's the truth all right um eric didn't know who i was when he was doing his thing and we met we had a very good relationship for a while and uh our two systems when you look at it just they're very different from each other so what else can they do like but move away from each other and uh eric and my my relationship um it sucks man yeah it really it on my personal level I followed Eric Milan for three years. Like, and I idolized that. I, I idolized that guy. If he put something up, I did it until nauseam. He's like my biggest hero for the longest time. And you know, and I and I don't really want to speak to like the uh, the breakaway, but the Mace community deserves leaders who are willing to humble down and say. Eric, I was wrong. Uh, Rich Thurman, I was wrong. Uh, the world, I have been wrong more than once. And I've learned from it. And I hope that we've, you've learned from it with me. Uh, but um, I like 
I like a world where uh, we can all mace together. Beautiful, man. I I agree, and I think it's gonna happen. You know, um, True. it's this is just a small speed bump. There's so much more to do, so much further to go, and at the end of the day, how it makes people feel is good. So where people Let's are, do that. yeah, when you're feeling good and you're standing next to somebody else that's feeling good, it just keeps getting more gooder. So yeah, I think we're well on track. You know, and then that heavy mace, like swinging flow with the heavy mace. I do share one minute of Instagram with you guys, but that's it. I might share a YouTube video with a little bit longer session. But if you don't think I can't throw around a heavy steel mace oh. with the best of them, I don't you're think wrong. there's any doubt. No, I don't think anybody would would uh, think that. So and and then also on the other end, to think uh, the other crews can't move beautifully you know so I, it's all it's all the same man we're fucking flipping a two-headed coin and calling tells and we know it's head uh, yeah 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 that and that that happens a lot in life in general with so many things so you know people listening you know take it as a lesson for everything you do in life you know um humble down um you know, show empathy, right? Think about the other person, what they must be struggling through, right? Well, here's like another thing, right? Like, um, I didn't name Steel Mace Flow, Savage Mace Flow. I wanted everybody to be able to contribute to a thing. And and it's okay, there is entitlement in Steel Mace. Uh, back to that Instagram thing. If you go to Instagram and you put Steel Mace, there's a billion people. And it's funny because how it has started is like people thought of themselves as the steel mace. So for instance, steel mace gypsy. And then it became like territorial. Steel mace, Oklahoma. This is my country. Yeah. Uh, steel mace, Texas. Boom. Steel mace, Dallas. Boom. And then it got bigger. Steel mace nation. Yeah. And then as soon as you put up steel mace, mace nation, what happens? Steel mace world. Steel mace world. <laughs> and so what's next? Steel Mace Universe. The universe. Yeah. Steel Mace Galaxy. Steel Mace God. Steel Mace Milky Way. Steel Mace God. Quit. It's called Steel Mace Flow, y'all. Yeah. We can all pour into that. Yeah. You don't have to worry about me. I'm giving that away to the people. We can all pour into a thing. We don't need to. If you're taking it for yourself, then you can't give it to anybody. Right? Um, Yes. So what I am going to come out with a workout library called Leo Savage's Steel Mace Moves Only. Oh, really? No, I'm just oh, No, I'm just talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a good idea, though. What about no, um, man. Yeah. What about kettlebell flow? Are you going to be doing something with that in the future? Yeah, so um, actually pretty neat. I picked uh, – I got booked for a gig uh, teaching kettlebells at uh, the gym I work at. I teach five days a week purely no i teach three days a week uh five hours a week total um teaching still mace because it brings a lot of love and peace to my heart i love it i love it uh the gym i'm working at they have a bunch of kettlebells and uh, i teach a um, circuit training class that's what they call it but i just do kind of like whatever cool shit we want to do that day yeah and uh we do a lot of kettlebell flow and in that class so um 
Yeah, I'm a big you I'm a big fan of flowing with everything. Uh, yeah. I can flow with I can flow with this coffee cup. You I can, can flow, flow with, with a microphone. A log in a in a yeah, stream. It's like, it's like uh Brandon Baum's uh my favorite shirt, uh, Flow State yeah. University. Right. Yeah. It's flow state. It's not like you need a, a thing to yeah. flow. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, that's what I that's what I love about it. Uh I'm learning to flow in other areas of my life, be more flowy. And there's nothing wrong with that. I used to would I would think uh, that wouldn't be me, or there's something wrong with that, more rigid or whatever. But that hard perception that I had has been cracked, and um, I'm welcoming it now. So that's why, like you know, anything like kettlebell flow, or whatever, I'm like very interested in it. I see people doing dumbbell flow now. I don't know how long that's been yeah. there for, but I'm like shit. Hey, hey, listen, people have been doing dumbbell flows for years. Yeah. The first time I did a dumbbell flow was in high school wrestling in 94. Really? Yeah, we did um, a pyramid down, uh-huh. right? That was a high pull, a press, and a squat. So you did 10 oh, yeah. high pulls, 10 presses, 10 squats. Yeah. Then you did nine. My favorite round was when it was one. It was like one, 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 one. One, 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 one. Flow. Yeah. Yeah. There so you go. Here, even I met Steve Cotter, the creator of IKFF, uh, the sport kettlebell system. Uh, he took time out of his day to come meet and share with me. Thank you so much, Steve. Um, but even the sequence of snatching a bell, like in his system, the sports system, uh, it's a series of fluid movements. Yes stacked on top of each other to make one movement and if you think about like the athletic uh event 10 minutes 90 percent of your body weight you have to be as fluid in transition as possible flow right see you just need the right coach to point it out to you yep you know you know it's like uh, somebody says this is a good one for you and then i have to go um whenever i meet somebody and they say i'm not coordinated enough to do that perfect it will make you more coordinated Matter of fact, we are all super uncoordinated. The world only spins one way. Ah, not even, not fair, not coordinated. Are you left-handed or right-handed? I'm right-handed. Ah, good. You're like everybody else who's born without coordination. Right? So, um, yeah, get, get coordinated, motherfuckers. Yeah, all right. coordinate up. Hey, I got to go, man. I got to go sign my papers at it. Yeah, man. And, uh, do my thing but let's say get get my baby up here real quick to say bye to you guys there there he is butter what's up man he's been down there by your feet the whole time yeah he's a good guy trying to get this ear up so one of these days he's gonna flex that other ear so he's tired let me ask you does butter uphold to the savage standard of the household you know what Or Um, or is he ruling the roost what's the deal me getting to raise him i've raised him with nothing but love and he's like a super mellow loving i'm ready to do what you're wanting to do uh which is neat for uh, any type of bulldog french bulldog uh pit bull any type of bull yeah so um he, yeah he's been doing he's been doing real good hey you guys can find me on youtube you can find me at leo savage right that's leo space savage you guys make sure you check out my YouTube page. I cataloged over a year of my work. I just did live videos and threw them up on YouTube. You can see mm-hmm. where the steel mace moves came from and you can see them progress. Shaolin wrist 
It used to be straight armed. So you can find that video. Um, not only that, but you guys can find me on my social media, leo.savage.smf. If you guys want to get a hold of me, there's only one way to do it. Track me down on Instagram and slide into my DMs. If you guys need any help uh, with your mace work, I've got an excellent team, a uh, great bunch of coaches that you can work with. Hell, you can work with all of them. Uh, and Fred, thank you so much for creating Steel Mace Nation and speaking to all the different mace practitioners and artists out there and cataloging the story of the future uh, of mace. Yes, Thank sir. You so much. Thank you very much for coming on the podcast. This was uh, means all means everything to me uh, to have you come on. Um, I do look up to you, and I hope to actually meet you in person one day, and you know, bullshit a little bit and have some fun. Maybe uh, you know, do some mace flow. So until then, come on, baby. You know what the deal is. Uh, yeah, we man. The flow. <laughs> all right. Thanks, bro. Take care, still Mace Nation Army. All right. Take care, man. See you later.